Sometimes hilarious, always hilarious. It's keeping up with Ken Hilarious on Mater Day Radio. Well, we welcome to the show today our good friend Ken Hilarious. Whenever there is a feast day for Our Lady, apparently the biggest party in town is happening at Notre Dame University. And Ken, well, he is leading the parade. Good morning, Ken. Thanks for joining us today. I'm glad to be with you. Good morning. Happy, happy feast day of Our Lady. What a special time there at the University of of uh, Notre Dame. What uh, what kind of special events happen today? Well, you're not going to believe it, but the school year, the semester, has come to an end. Yesterday was the last day of classes. So our students basically are celebrating today as a solemnity for multiple reasons, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, so they're... Uh, um, Finals week begins on Monday, and um, but in the meantime, uh, those of us who are on staff and things like that, we are uh, today being the great solemnity. Of course, there are masses all over campus. We've got uh, in the Basilica of the Sacred Heart, uh, we'll have mass, and we've got masses in all the chapels of the dorms. So it's it's a glorious day. To, in our office, we're actually uh, bringing in barbecue for lunch. Uh, from a local barbecue place because, you know, today is, although it's a Friday, it is the national solemnity, obviously, for the United States. The patroness is the Immaculate Conception. And also in our diocese, the Diocese of Fort Wayne, South Bend, is also uh, the uh, dedicated to the Immaculate Conception, as is the Archdiocese of Portland, I know as well, because the cathedral is the cathedral of the Immaculate Conception in both of those churches. So, um, so yeah, so it's a it's a glorious day for all of us. So eat a little brisket for us, okay, Ken? I promise to do so, and I will uh, I will remember you, Pat. So one of the things <laughs> that we are very excited about, Ken, here in Oregon, the Oregon State Beavers are going to be facing off with the Notre Dame Fighting Irish in the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. On December 29th yeah. at, uh, what, 11 a.m. your time and uh, 2 p.m. our time? Yeah, absolutely. That's exciting. Well, let me... <laughs> So my wife is an or- a proud Oregon State alumna, <laughs> and since we moved here, we you know we have a flagpole in front of our house here in South Bend, and um, it has two flags on it: the American flag and the Oregon State Beavers flag. <laughs> and I have told Julie for for the seven years we've lived here that that flag is going to get us in trouble someday. <laughs> I think this is the year. <laughs> I, I, you might want to just look out and maybe put a little, uh, you know, Notre Dame, a little uh, fighting Irishman there at the at the base somewhere, just so people know it's just a house divided. That's all. That's that's entirely true. You know, you hear about house divided all the time, obviously. You know, uh, and I never thought it would come to this in in my own house, but uh, uh, Julie. Uh, and and that's you know the glorious thing is we've watched we watched Notre Dame and uh, the Beavers on on TV every you know throughout the football season, and uh, but Julie uh, wears a I got her a hoodie this year for her uh, birthday and that says Saturdays are for touchdown Jesus and she's worn it very <laughs> proudly ever every Saturday throughout the football season, but I'm pretty sure she's not planning on wearing it later this month. <laughs> Oh, no doubt. Ken yeah. Helene is joining us this morning, our man at Notre Dame. Well, this Friday, today, 
It is the day for Our Lady, the Immaculate Conception, and she is the lady, uh, you know, as you said, dedicated here in the Archdiocese of Portland. But there's also a unique connection, too, with Our Lady and tomorrow's feast day, because we have so many beautiful feast days to uh, honor the saints and the lives of the saints that were brought to the church because of Our Lady, a perfect example St. Juan Diego, who we celebrate tomorrow. Tell our listeners about him. Yeah, so Juan Diego was a uh, uh, lived in very near Mexico, modern-day Mexico City. Uh, he and his uh, wife were uh, baptized. They were some of the first people baptized by the Franciscan missionaries uh, who arrived in the mid-16th century. So uh, he was baptized in, uh, about in 1524. Uh, at around age 48, 49, 50, somewhere in there, of course, we don't have an exact, you know, we don't have a, a, a birth certificate, but we, we do know that he was baptized uh, around age 50. Uh, and um, he was a very devoted uh, a new Christian, uh, and he used to walk from his house to the Franciscan um, uh, to the Franciscan mission uh, every day. He would walk for religious instruction and to go uh, to Mass and to go worship. And his path that took him from his house to the mission went by this hill called Tepeyac. And uh, on December 9th, 1531, which was a Saturday in the morning, he was walking from his house to the mission, and uh, he encountered the Blessed Virgin Mary uh, at the hill at Tepeyac. And she told him, that uh, she wanted the bishop to build a chapel in her honor so that she might uh, relieve the distress of all those who call upon her. Uh, and so uh, uh, young Juan Diego, or not young Juan Diego, but our uh, 50-year-old Juan Diego, uh, went immediately to the, uh, to the bishop in Mexico City and told him what, he hit, what the Blessed Virgin had told him. And the bishop, uh, Bishop uh, Zumaraga, uh, said, you know, I, I want you to uh, come back another day after I've had some time to think about this. And so Juan Diego went home, and as he went home, he passed again Tepeyac, and uh, the Blessed Virgin was waiting for him, and he said that he had failed in his mission and that she should choose someone else, somebody who had higher status that the bishop would actually listen to. And the Blessed Virgin assured him, no, I, I want you as my uh, to be my spokesperson here. And so go back. And so he went back the next morning on the, on the 10th of December, and the bishop received him again. Uh, but the bishop asked him for a sign to prove that this apparition was truly uh, sent by the Blessed Virgin from heaven. And so uh, he, uh, again, Juan Diego, kind of a back and forth, you know, uh, kind of a mission, uh, a pilgrimage, really, in a real way. Um, he encountered her again uh, that afternoon. She said, I will give you a sign tomorrow. December 11th. Uh, well, on December 11th, his, uh, Juan Diego found himself uh, having to care for his uncle. His uncle was very sick, and so he didn't get to go see the Blessed Virgin. Uh, and so then on the morning of the 12th, he was embarrassed, and he went another route because he's like, I failed the Blessed Virgin to, to, to uh, you know, fulfill her request. And so he went by another route, and she encountered him anyways, and she told him, am I not here, I who am your mother? Um, and this became the phrase that is now in, uh, that is above the door at the Basilica of the Shrine of Our Lady of Guadalupe. 
uh, am I not here? I, who am your mother? And um, she told him to go to the top of Tepeyac Hill and to pick some flowers and to take them to the bishop. Mm. Now, this is, again, the middle of December. This is not a flower season. But he went and picked these roses that were atop the hill, and he loaded them into his uh, his tilma, which is like a um, kind of like a poncho. And he picked his poncho up and turned it into kind of a basket, and he loaded it with these flowers, and he took them to the bishop. And the bishop, uh, you know, he went into the bishop's office, and he— um, let go of the edges of his tilma and the roses poured out. And there was this image of the blessed Virgin <sighs> that is so well known imprinted entirely on the tilma. Uh. And the Bishop immediately dropped to his knees and, and, you know, venerated the image of the blessed Virgin. And they constructed a chapel within, within a few weeks, there was a chapel there, a very simple chapel. Um, and that tilma, which um, is preserved to this day more than 500, you know, what, yeah, almost 500 years later, um, the tilma is preserved in the Basilica of Our Lady of Guadalupe. And so Juan Diego is a missionary uh, who basically, uh, you know, it is the image of Our Lady of Guadalupe who is herself in, um, a, an indigenous woman. You know, she is depicted mm-hmm. as, as a native uh, Mexican woman. Um, she converted the entire nation. And of course, you know, it's impossible to drive along and not see a car with the image of Our Lady of Guadalupe on it, you know, and, and how many people have been, um, have been touched by knowing that the Blessed Virgin cares for all people. You know, this, this woman, the Blessed Virgin Mary, whose Immaculate Conception we celebrate today, was, of course, she was a Jewish woman, you know, living in modern-day, you know, Israel, Palestine. Um, but here she appears in 1531 in Mexico, in modern day Mexico, um, as an indigenous woman there showing that she is the mother of the savior of all people. And so that's really the message of Juan Diego and his faithfulness. Although he was a little afraid, obviously he went back by a different route, trying to avoid embarrassment, but the blessed Virgin loved him enough to appear to him and say, I am your mother. And so that's really what we take away from the feast of Juan Diego. Wow. Uh, that's just beautiful. What mother would not go after her children when she asked something of them and just say, I'm your mama. I'm going to I'm going to lead yeah. you where you need to be. So uh, it's a beautiful story, of course, uh, in my own heritage. Such a strong dedication to our Lady of Guadalupe, who, again, we celebrate just next week. So all because of Juan Diego, I think it's a perfect example of how God calls every one of us. There's not a one of us that is not from his sight. So, Ken, thanks so much for joining us today. Great conversation. We appreciate it so very much. Have a blessed uh, feast both today and uh, as we go forward. Yeah, with Juan Diego tomorrow and on the 12th, the Feast of Our Lady Guadalupe. God bless uh, and, uh, and call upon our Blessed Mother because she loves us and she's here. Absolutely. God bless you, Ken. Thanks so much.